and welcome to the Perky and Man Dadcast, the podcast for anyone who's a dad, anyone who's going to be a dad, or quite honestly, anyone who likes toys. This is our summer special, I'd call it, and it's slightly different from the norm. I'm in the studio, and Alex is the roving reporter in an event called Xmas in July. So, without further ado, Alex, it's over to you. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. So hello, this is Alex, and a bit of a weird one for me today. I've come down to Bloomsbury in London, and I'm at a thing called Christmas in July. It's something that Argos have set up to kind of showcase the big things that are going to happen this Christmas. So loads of new toys, loads of toys that I don't think I can actually even talk about yet. I definitely can't take photos of. And then just loads of other things that are kind of good for kids and good for dads as well. The first thing I've been drawn to is uh, the Star Wars Force Awakens game. And then next to that, uh, there's uh, the latest um, Pro Evolution Soccer 2017 game. So there's loads of kind of like very dad-friendly things here. The interesting thing about the Force Awakens game is that there's loads of bits that aren't actually in the film. Um, loads of things that happen between Return of the Jedi and the Force Awakens. So, for example, I haven't seen the bit yet, but there is the explanation of why C-3PO has a red arm in the film, which is pretty cool, and also why Han Solo and Chewbacca have those beasts, I can't remember what they're called, those big, many of those big beasts in the Millennium Falcon at the beginning. Well, it explains all of those things, um, so that's definitely a, a good thing to look out for. It's Star Wars Force Awakens Lego. It's, uh, it's out now and it's going to be a big seller for Christmas. Anyway, I should get in, have a look around and see what else I can find. The Perky and Man Dadcast, holding your hand and getting you to push through the first few years of fatherhood. So I'm now speaking to Chris... He is uh, the chief buyer for Argos? Uh, one of the toys tries for Argos, but I'll take the title. That's not really thanks. Okay, well, one of them, cool. <laughs> so at this event, obviously, you've got loads of toys that you're hoping are going to be big for Christmas, but you've also got these over here. Every year we release a list for Christmas of our favourite toys, the toys that we think are going to be on a lot of children's Christmas lists, and a great toy called Codabilla from Fisher-Price, which is a, a toy aimed at preschoolers that teaches them the basics of coding. So the whole kind of science, technology, engineering, math skills that... Uh, the next generation are going to need for the jobs that uh, will be coming through. This fun codability teaches you how to sequence, how to code, and also with light sounds, silly noises, but great kind of parent-child uh, interaction toy. And it's I didn't really realise that coding would be for preschoolers. That's no. amazing. Wow. <laughs> well, okay. it's going right down for it. So um, also on the list, we've got some, um, some great uh, products from designer friend Chad Valley. So Tiny Treasures, which is a uh, doll which is lifelike to a baby. So similar weight, uh, similar movement, similar smell. Um, and when we've, uh, when we've tested it in some focus groups with little girls, they just haven't given it back. we've we've had to give away a few samples because they they've loved it so much but it's uh it's one of the only ones out there whereas most of the dolls are plastic for this is real feel real like having a little baby so what kind of age would that be for that is kind of it goes really young so you're looking from four but right up to kind of five six when um girls and boys will be playing with those dolls and working through those so um the code pillar previous one that's right at the preschool age and then uh some of the older products that we've got is um the new furby which is coming out oh so, tell me about furby i heard this is the this is the, like the kind of the launch of the new furby this is the launch of the new furby and a big announcement's just come out um this week on furby so it's a connected toy so it connects um, to the internet and it um, interacts with you as over 100 sounds phrases questions that it asks responses that you can give back 
but it also is constantly updating. So every now and then new updates will come through on the app. The Furby will start buzzing and lighting up and it'll tell you some new news, some new gossip. Music videos can stream through Furby. And this one, rather, the last one's had kind of black and white eyes. It's got full colour eyes, so loads of expression, animation, movement. So real, like, having a little pet. <laughs> wow, that's so advanced. That's crazy. Um, now I've got a 10-month-old daughter. Oh, so what would be the most suitable thing for someone? So she's going to be, by Christmas, she's going to be about a year and a half. About a year and a half old. So, I mean, my recommend, I, I, I buy preschool, so this is kind of my area. My recommend, I think, would be the um, Tutu Drivers Gold Mindset, which is, uh, so Tutu Drivers from VTech, who are brilliant at doing products for infant kids. They're little cars that you can roll around a track. As they go over certain points, you get lights and sounds. This one is uh, one of the biggest ones that have ever come out, and it's a goldmine train. So the train goes up the hill, around the goldmine, all automatically with lights and sounds, and then picks up boulders that you have to put for a shape sorter. So teaching kids their kind of fine motor skills, colour recognition, all of that, but at the same time, they just think they're playing. So it's great for that. That sounds brilliant. And now, we've spoken about the girls' toys quite a bit, um, but obviously for dads, um, they they want something for the boys that they can play with as well. So what's the most kind of like dad-friendly boys' toy? So the uh, the dad-friendly toys, the ones that I'm always playing with, my favourite is uh, Zuma Chimp. So this is uh, a rather rather naughty chimp that does all kinds of stunts. It's uh, a gyroscopic, so it gets up on its two legs and dances around from the same people who bought you the Zuma puppies. So that that same kind of product. But it's got lights and sounds frame. Is the usual fart noises are in there, that kind of stuff. Perfect. There. So, uh, music to a dad's ear. And then there's also from Paw Patrol, which has been a really, really uh, popular uh, program come through in this, like, we call it pre cool because it sits between, you know, four to four to seven year olds. But there's a plane that turns into a helicopter, which is features in the show with lights and sounds. Yeah, it's great for dads to be playing with as well. So. Amazing. And then for dads that, uh, maybe on a Saturday morning or a bit kind of tired, maybe a bit hungover. Have you got anything quiet? <laughs> Everything's noisy and yeah. lights and stuff. Yeah, you might, you might struggle with that. I was just trying to think what we do have on the list, which is quiet. But, uh, I mean, the, the dolls are obviously great for, uh, for, for keeping the noise down. Um, and I think some of the toys, uh, they do come with sound sets you can give down. But unfortunately, no, you're going to be distracted by, by the whole lot. You, you'll enjoy them so much, you'll be playing with them anyway. You forget you've got that hangover. Awesome. Of course, of course, of course. Baby talk, but not baby talk with Perky and Man. Um, Lily's River Bay is a show it's all about a little girl called Lily who's six and she lives with her dad in a single parent family relationship and she lives kind of off grid in a very organic existence in a beach hut on a beach and from there across the way is Stripwood Bay, an island which she can see and in her imagination she goes there every day to tell a story. But I suppose, you know, a really, really big thing and a really important thing is her whole setup and it wasn't by chance that she lives in a single parent family dads get bad rep in kids TV generally and really if you look there aren't any shows that really champion dads as you know positive role models and because they're mostly portrayed as daft stupid sleeping non-existent it's a big bugbear for me with um, Peppa Pig the dad is always the buffoon but this one the dad is is a positive uh, role model yeah it's funny, we've had some people t- tweet us and say, oh, he's, he's Kurt Cobain. You know? <laughs> he does look like it. He's got a guitar in the photo I'm looking at at the moment. Yeah, he's kind of, he's very chilled out. He's very relaxed. And I guess, so Lily, being a very creative girl, gets, I guess she inherits all of who she is from her dad. You know, and he's, he makes stuff from, from driftwood, which, which is washed up on the beach. And they take it to the market every Saturday. And that's how they kind of, that's the backstory. That's how they kind of, that's how they live. That's how they exist. 
So, for people who are fans of the show, what kind of things have you got coming out at Christmas? You've got loads of toys here, I see. What kind of things have you got? What are the, the big sellers this Christmas going to be? The show's a very organic show, and there really isn't any plastic in the show, so it's all stone and pebbles and beaks and all the rest. So it was really important that, that you know, if we ever launch a toy range, which we, we just have today, that they reflect that what the show is. So they're A, really good quality, B, really well made, well designed, and good value for money. So, so we work with Golden Bear uh, Toys and... Uh, we launch on Saturday oh, wow. uh, in August uh, for the very first time um, a range of three toys. One is a, a poseable talking lily, and then a, another one is a smaller talking lily and a talking salty. But they're all they're all plush, but they're all made of really high quality materials. And have you um, got one that can speak here? Yeah. Oh, let's let's have a listen to Lily saying something for us. Coming aboard, Captain Salty. Well, thanks, Colin. Uh, best of luck with the. Uh, the launch of the toys and best of luck with the continuing series oh, of uh, Lily's Driftwood Bay. Cheers, buddy. I'm now with Charlotte and she's standing in front of a very exciting looking go-kart. Tell me about this. Uh, this is Crazy Kart Shift, which is the latest member of the Crazy Kart family. The original Crazy Kart was launched a couple of years ago and was Outdoor Toy of the Year at New York Toy Fair. It's an electric drifting go-kart. Um, this edition has been introduced to appeal to the younger riders, so it's suitable from eight years plus, right up to grown-ups, you'll be pleased to know. Um, it goes around eight miles an hour, um, and it, it, it will drift without the use of a drift bar, which people who are familiar with the original Crazy Car will recognise. Oh, yeah, because I, I actually drove one uh, two years ago at Toy Fair. That'll be right, yeah. And you did have to sort of pull a lever to, to let it slide. Yeah. Absolutely. So when they've studied the way that younger riders were operating the crazy cart, they noticed they weren't using that drift bar. So they have adjusted the format to enable you to drift, but without the need of the drift bar. So you just purely use the steering wheel and the variable speed accelerator. So this edition will go up to around 8 miles an hour, which is still plenty fast enough when you're sat on the floor. Um, but yeah, very cool ride. And this will be from the 1st of September, launching okay. in the UK. Now, I remember from um, a couple of years ago, I remember it being quite expensive for a right. toy. Has it come down in price this at edition, all? This edition, fans will be pleased to know, is around 250 That's much cheaper than the last yeah, one was. It's a bit more pocket-friendly, um, so a bit more accessible, yeah, to to everyone so we're hoping that we'll have a whole new bunch of drifters this year absolutely you said the grown-ups can ride it yeah you can have a go can i have a go oh my god can i have a go now yeah <laughs> okay tell me what i have to do uh so make sure you've got it turned on and then you'll notice there's an arrow on the steering wheel that dictates the speed that you're up to speed the direction sorry that you will travel in and then you've just got a variable speed accelerator so when you first get on a light touch on that until you get used to the steering and the direction and then off you go simple as that and try not to run you over try while I do to, it yeah. okay okay I should probably steer away from uh, the fence to begin with okay here we go Whoa, I'm going backwards wow okay try not to run anyone over try not to run over whoa <laughs> Do you know what? That is so much better than it was last year. I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to stop. There we go. I should have asked actually how to stop the thing before. I'm going to push this back to Charlotte uh, <laughs> before I crash into anything. Your baby may be at risk if you follow any advice given by Perky or Man. I'm now with Sarah and Emma, and obviously um, for dads listening, there's loads of toys that you know are going to be good for boys because they're the kind of thing you'd want to play with. But I'm standing in front of a stall with lots of dolls all wearing lots of pretty kind of designer clothes. So, um, Sarah, first of all, what, what are these? 
Uh, so this is our designer friend collection by Chad Valley. Um, it's a range of 18-inch dolls with uh, really long, lovely hair and very stylish outfits. Yeah, we've got a number of different outfits in the range so that you can customise the doll to be anything that you would like it to be. And there's a range of different fashions, a range of different hairs, different lengths of hair, different colour hair, different colour eyes. We've got an ear pierce in the new range. So there's lots of different different styles so the dolls can be anything that you want them to be, really. OK, I'd like you both to pick one of these that you would go for. If you were designing your own, um, could you sort of let us know what outfit you'd go for? There's just so many things. There's like, there's a wedding dress, there's a guitar, there's a onesie, all sorts. So for this autumn, um, I would probably go for Sophia. So yes. she's our stylist doll, um, and she comes complete with a uh, hairdryer, straighteners, hair accessories, um, some ideas as well. And, of course, her stylist trolley, so uh, the girls it's can... ridiculous. I mean, there's, there's proper hair curlers, there's hairbrushes, there's a hairdryer. There's proper curling tongs as well. That's... Uh, pretty full on and of course the hair clips that's that's good what kind of cost are we talking for this kind of uh, thing she's around about 40 pounds uh, so perfect price point for for christmas with, with the kit or is the kit separate kit. all in one so uh, okay one that's box, that's that's less than i thought that's that's actually that's actually quite good what about yourself what would you go for i would pick tiffany so she's actually over there but she comes with two outfits she comes in a gift box which opens out to be a catwalk she's our ultimate toy for this christmas um, she's actually in our top 10, so this is the first time that we've put one of our designer friend dolls in the top 10. So she's got extra long, extra blonde hair. She comes with a pair of earrings. She's got two different outfits, this real glam ball gown and then a kind of more cash day model outfit. Uh, and like I say, her box forms a catwalk so that she can trot down it and you can play. So yeah. I mean, they, they seem to spend more time sorting out their outfits than I have ever done in my whole life. So it's completely uh, above me. It goes right over my head, but um, it, looks, uh, it looks pretty amazing. Talking nappies, talking crap. The Perky and Man Dadcast. I'm now joined by uh, an old friend, Pete, who is a toyologist. Uh, the snow has since, long since melted, uh, but we're showcasing some of the exclusive lines that Argus have got here. Uh, their top 12 toys that they uh, anticipate will be the biggest sellers at Christmas. Some exclusives and some of their own brands. There's loads of stuff here. It's brilliant. It's amazing. Um, and I do feel a bit festive. I don't feel... As festive as uh, as I could be, I could I could do with maybe some carol singers and some mulled wine. That would be handy. Uh, no, I, I do I do agree. Uh, the mince pies did all disappear about half an hour ago, so I'm sorry about that. And it is too early for mulled wine, is it? In the day or in the year? <laughs> A little bit of both. <laughs> Fine. Okay. So, what kind of toys have we got? Things that maybe um, haven't come out yet or are, are very new that are going to be big this Christmas? Do you think? So, some of the biggest toys for Christmas. The top 12 toys is announced by Argos uh, all have like one foot in the past, so they've got a nod to nostalgia, but they've been updated for a 21st century audience. So I think the big ones for this Christmas for, uh, for us are Selfie Mic. So it's part selfie stick, it's part karaoke, but uses a smartphone app. And it's got a microphone at one end, at the selfie hand-holding end, so it looks like you're performing. You record, you record your content on screen to the karaoke app that's playing, and you can share that content, or you can keep it to yourself. That's also <laughs> fine. Uh, there's also a massive update to Furby, which is now Furby Connect. We all remember Furby from days gone past, yeah. but this Furby is... Um, is very different in that it's got a hundred emotions in its LCD eyes to tell you what mood it's in. It connects to an app so you can download content. When new content becomes available, there's an antenna lights up on its head. Uh, but most importantly for me, you can turn it off by putting a mask on its eyes. 
Wow. Yeah. That, oh, like a parrot. That's the big update. Yeah, that, fantastic. Yeah, that, so that's amazing. Those two products are going to do great. Um, there's also there's something called Coder Pillar, which is for preschool kids to get them into very basics of coding. So that is like a nod to a pull-along toy from the past. Yeah. This one, you press buttons, lights flash. It teaches kids very basics of coding. So that, and that is, again, really exciting toy. It seems, well, it seems like lots of things are designed to make the parents buy for the kids thinking or oh, this will be good for them or this is something that I know from my past yeah. is there anything do you think that's um, great for the kids maybe the parents won't necessarily pick up on because they don't know about it so I think that's the, the stuff that it's, it isn't quite so worth we went through a time not that many years past when there was a little bit of worthy buying like, I'll buy that because I think it's good for them and it'll make me feel good about being a parent yeah. uh, but there's still plenty of toys out there that are lots of little pieces to annoy parents and that get bits everywhere and take up way too much room in your house they still exist they're going to do very well there's an epic hot wheels garage that we've got here that takes up a footprint of about four meters across and one meter high takes a lot of putting together for frustrated dads on christmas eve why did i buy this i should have bought it months ago it's going to take me ages they all still exist uh I think the top toys we have chosen because there's a collaborative effect, we like to think, where kids might enjoy playing with their parents and vice versa. And the selfie mic, however, is one that I think parents will just wait for the kids to go to bed and go, ready, let's have a sing-song. It sounds perfect. Sounds perfect. Yeah. Now, I was trying to find something that isn't noisy, isn't bright light. For, for dads, maybe on a Sunday morning, when they're a little bit tired, a little bit, maybe hungover, is there anything that's kind of quiet, gentle, that the dads can sort of lie on the couch while the kids are playing? So I think that's, that, that is a good point. They are, they're, they're few and far between. <laughs> uh, but I would say that the one you go for a relatively easy but quite substantial Lego build. So like a Lego city or something. Nice. Doesn't make any noise unless you stand on the bricks afterwards, but there's not much you can do about that. Lego slippers have still got to be invented. Top tip out there for you all. Absolutely. Uh, let's do that. Yeah, and you get slightly taller the more you stand on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, Lego Lego bricks are the number one at the, uh, the sweary Mary scale. Uh, I think Hot Wheels cars, they're number two. Yeah. And number three is an upturned plug, obviously. Sure. Uh, anyway, so quite a toy. It would be a decent Lego city build that's like designed at, like, let's say, an eight plus so you don't have to get involved too much if your head is hurting a little bit and you want quiet time on the sofa. Uh, so yeah, that, uh, that would be a good one. They've got some great range. They've got a, a new stunt airport range this year, which looks really, really good. Oh, sounds perfect. Well, Pete, thank you so much for speaking to me today. Um, if people want to find you and get toy advice throughout the year, can oh, they yeah. find you on Twitter? Yes, oh, I'm totally on Twitter. I'm at Toyologist. Superb. The Dadcast, slowly weaning you onto solid parenthood. Fans of Pie Face rejoice. There is a new toy in town. It's called Pie Face Showdown. And basically, it's like your normal Pie Face, but there are two places to put your faces. And um, there's, there's one whipped cream pie. So I think it's some sort of battle, and one person gets the pie, not both of you. So that's uh, pretty cool. Pie Face Showdown. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. I'm now with Nick from Kids Call It. Uh, tell us first of all about your uh, blog and then what you think about the event today. Uh, basically, I run what I believe to be the, uh, the largest kids um, or UK-based kids website run solely by kids. And I've kind of become Fagan of Entertainment, which is uh, <laughs> both great and awful at the same time. Yeah. So your daughter writes for it, does she? Uh, basically, Hag, Colin Bex, which are my three kids, they're the editors. And then we've got about 20, maybe 30 kids that go out, interview the stars, review product, review film, theatre you name it and they also I mean now my kids actually write for DC Thompson on 110% Gaming so they've got their own 
column on that now and bits and pieces like that. So it's all going a bit bonkers, really, our life. That sounds brilliant. Where, where can people find it, then? Uh, well, the website, obviously, is on the World Wide Web. Which yeah, is, everywhere. Uh, yeah, everywhere. Um, and um, DC Thompson's uh, 110% Gaming magazine, Hag and Con, have a page feature every month in there called The Hag and Con Page, where they basically just cover stuff from film, toys, um, video games that they've covered over the last month and uh, interview the stars. I think we've got Jack Black being interviewed in this month's issue. Amazing. Yeah. All the big stars. That's yeah. fantastic. And then what about the event today? So you're down here sort of covering it. What have you found? What do you kind of like from what we've got here today? What's so great with this, it's, it's a tough one. Like for instance, I, I find I struggle with these type of events a little bit during um, when my kids start school um, because it, well, I, because the kids run the site and they basically dictate the content that we cover and then I just go get with my contacts um, what tends to happen is that if I'm on my own I'll notice the obvious things your Legos your Transformers the obvious things that you know are going to sell but when you've got the kids there they find things you would never as an adult because the thing is it's all well and good Some a bunch of adults at the beginning of the year in a toy fair deciding this is going to be massive for kids but until they stick it in front of their kids it doesn't matter how great an idea it is they don't know whether it's going to sell or not it's one of the reasons why a lot of the toys now are starting to move away from having an app connected to a toy because over the, that seemed like a great idea at the time but kids actually liked it for five seconds but then got bored of using the app or, and it complicated it too much and ruined some of the play in what they were actually doing. So, so I've actually used the kids as a gauge. Whatever they run to, um, I basically cover. And there's been some great things like this uh, little tiny um, helicopter which is a bit like a, a drone. It's as cool as a drone but, it, but a four-year-old can completely use it, and there's no reason an adult wouldn't love playing with it, which I, I think has probably been one of our standout toys so far. That's good, because I, I know you mean, like, I, I'm drawn to the things that I remember. So I'm drawn to, like, the new Furby, because yeah. I knew the Furby when I was younger, and all the Star Wars stuff, obviously, yeah. has got a big nostalgia thing for me, and then, you know, other dads listening at the moment will be doing the same kind of thing, going for the things that they really like. So it's important that, um, yeah, you try to see what the kids exactly. themselves are going to play with. Yeah. It's great to just let the kids have a little play to find out which is tricky because with a lot of these stuff in Argos you don't really get a chance to play with the things out in the store uh, you've got to uh, sort of buy them and see yeah. um, so so that helicopter what was do you know what that's called it's a tiny was it tiny tots or it's it's a preschool a preschool toy um, I'm not too certain the exact name of it but it was an actual corker I'm going to track it down and we will definitely review it there was a, there was a few bits of it. there was another thing which is very similar it's a brilliant Hot Wheels set which Bex every time we go to one of these events keeps on jumping on but uh, there's another company that's actually created something similar but for pre-stroke early school and they're kind of these little cars but they've got like a little ball and this crane type thing and it kind of goes around the set and it comes down you, you can't see this on a podcast. I'm actually moving my arms all over the place. But yeah, it's, you're bringing it to life. Yeah, I am bringing it to life, but you can't see it, unfortunately. But um, but yeah, that, that was another one. I probably would have walked past and not really noticed unless I'd have had a four-year-old with me. And she dived on it. And there was, you know, some of the uh, Chad Valley incredible stuff. But some of my earliest toys put inside the Star Wars figures were Chad Valley. You know, Oolala the monkey was one of my favourite toys. Still got him. <laughs> came from Chad, Chad Valley. So you know, that's one of those brands, um, and it's obviously connected to Argos that parents trust and you go in there you send a kid into their range and they're clearly still doing the type of product you would expect from Chad Valley. You could never really box that company into what they are as a toy company because they've just got everything, everything for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had to one final question, if you had to buy a toy from here, money no object um, that would appeal to all three of your kids mm. then what would you go for? Just one thing that you think this is going to be the thing that the three of my kids are all going to kind of like equally. Oh it's tricky. 
is tricky. That is really hard. See, I'm looking at BB-8. <laughs> That's for you. It would be. <laughs> Although we've already got one, so it's but all three. See, I've got a 11-year-old, a 9-year-old. There's two. There's two bigger gaps. 11-year-olds are virtually adults, and they're thinking by that stage. They don't like to be seen as playing with toys and things like so that. So they wouldn't play with the same thing that the no, youngest one was playing no with. No way. I, I mean, both my kids play with Lego. Uh, both my younger kids, my nine-year-old and my four-year-old, play with all the Lego toys. You know, the old one builds it. <coughs> the younger one's now started to build it. Um, and then the amount of play that comes out there. It's kind of a safe bet. I, it's too hard. There's so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It all, but every child is different. Every age child is different. If, you know, if you look around this room and, and other ones I've been to, there is there is a toy for every child, and um, and that's what's so wonderful about Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. That's why Santa gets it right every year. <laughs> Nick, thanks for talking to us today, really and uh, all the best with uh, kids. Call it. Thank you very much. Make us part of your routine by subscribing to the Dadcast on iTunes. So what a fun event. I feel really festive already and really Christmassy. So the top 12 toys, as decided by Argos, are the Zoomachimp, the Lego City Volcano, Nerf Modulus Tri-Strike, the Selfie Mike, Snuggles My Dream Puppy, the BB-8 toy, Paw Patrol Air Patroller, VTech Toot Toot Driver's Goldmine, Tiny Treasures Baby Doll, Designer Friend Tiffany, Fisher Price Coda Pillar, and the Furby Connect. I've made a little video as well that you can see on the Dadcast UK YouTube channel, and we'll be tweeting and Facebooking that video as well. So just check it out Facebook.com forward slash Dadcast UK or at Dadcast UK on Twitter. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Thank you very much, Alex, at Xmas in July in Bloomsbury. There's a few tips for you of the toys coming up for Christmas 2016. Regular service will resume in August, where myself and Alex will be talking all things summary. Until then, goodbye. Subscribe to the Perky and Man Dadcast on iTunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one. Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com, by tweeting at dadcastuk, or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcastuk.